0: Going on six weeks ago now, I think, our second graders here at St. Bernadette made their first communion. And this weekend, I'm quite excited that they will now have the opportunity for the first time in their lives to receive the precious blood of Christ as well. In fact, um, I suppose it's the first communion classes for the last three years will have their first opportunity this weekend to receive the Precious Blood. I'm very excited for them. You know, it got me uh, thinking, well, before I say that, let me just say to everybody, uh, we're going to start with just four cups. Because we pastors, we have to figure out how many people are actually going to want to partake of the Precious Blood. So. At the beginning, it's kind of guesswork on our part. The pastors, we have a pool going. But um, basically, we're just going to start with four cups. And, you know, it's it's kind of like riding a bike, I figure. You know, I suspect that if we just take it slow, and we'll soon get back into it, you know. But a reminder, particularly for the, the kids that have never, ever gone to the cup before, Uh, It's the same process as when you receive the precious body of Christ. You'll walk up, bow your head, say amen to the minister. Then you will take the cup, sip, and give the cup back to the minister. Easy breezy, lemon squeezy, no worries. You know, today's feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ got me thinking back to our first communion, for another reason as well. Six weeks ago when all the little kids gathered in the church for, for the celebration, they all looked like little brides and grooms with the white dresses and the veils and the guys were in like black suits. You know, it was like I was at a, a, little, a little wedding. And uh, it's actually why I'm wearing my, uh, my wedding dress stole today. You might recall my, this was my mother's wedding dress 65 years ago. And then 30 years ago, she had it made into a stole when I got ordained. And I only bring it out now for special occasions. But the miracle at this table is pretty darn special. But well, that's what I'm wearing today, my, my mother's wedding dress. You know, if you think about it, First Communion kind of looking like a little wedding. That's actually quite appropriate, when you think about it, because every time we gather for mass, Jesus, like a faithful groom, gives himself completely to his bride, the church, us. Now, when the kids asked me, well, how does that happen? How does Jesus give us himself in communion? Well... I showed them my transubstantiation box. (laughs) Here it is right here. Now in order to understand a, a big word like transubstantiation you have to know a little bit of philosophy actually. Which is why when you're going to be a priest you have to first spend two years learning philosophy. Theology is built upon philosophy. And there's something in philosophy that has to do with this and that it's the fact that every single thing is made up of what we call accidentals and substance. So the accidentals of bread for instance is like things like the bread's taste, its color, its texture, its sound when you're breaking it, the smell of it when it's cooking, uh, the temperature of it, all these Things on the outside of the, the box, it's like the accidentals, right? On the inside of the box is the substance, kind of like the breadness, you see? So bread has substance, breadness, and bread has accidentals, all the things that you think about with bread, right? Everything's like that. I'm like that. Jeff Nicholas. So there is the person of Jeff Nicholas, my personhood, it's like the stuff of me, the substance. And then there's the accidentals. Things like I'm devastatingly handsome. <laughs> I'm articulate. I I have a scar here over my eye from when I ran into a board like an idiot last week. Uh, things like that. Now, the accidents, accidentals, they'll go away. Trust me, everything I just said is going away (laughs) quickly. But the substance, my personhood, that doesn't. You with me? So now you can call yourself a philosopher because you now understand one of the basic principles of philosophy. Well, this is what happens with the bread. What God does is God simply... removes the substance of bread and replaces it with Jesus Christ himself. Just like that. It still has the same sound when you break it, the taste, the texture, the color, the temperature, the smell, the texture. All the accidentals of bread are there, but the breadness is gone. Its substance has been transformed by the presence of Christ. Hence, transsubstantiation. You get it? The kids got it. It's really quite simple when you think about it. The bigger question a kid asks is, "Well, how can that happen?" Well that's a one-word answer. God.) <laughs> It's a miracle every time God does it. It's a miracle. But as I pray over it, perhaps the greater miracle is that God does it for us. You know, the challenge that I gave our first communion class this year is the same challenge I would share with each of you all today. And that the challenge is this. Jesus gives himself completely to you in this Holy Communion. So will you give yourselves completely to Jesus in return? That's the challenge of communion. But Jesus helps us the same evening when Jesus first gave us his body and blood in Bread and wine transubstantiated. He also taught us how to give ourselves back to Him completely. It's when He washed the feet of the disciples. Jesus teaches us that when we love like He loves, when I love like Jesus loves, I'm giving myself completely to Jesus through my love of others. And we here at St. Bernadette know this to be very true. God chooses to get to us through us. Now this takes sacrifice. It's hard. It's hard to love each other. To serve each other. To forgive each other. To die to self for each other. It's hard, but it's worth it. Jesus tells us as much today, as a matter of fact, when he says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Eating me places my life within you, and remaining in me leads to eternal life as I raise you on the last day. You know, the last thing I told our kids was that First Communion will always be a most special communion day in their lives. Kind of like the way a person's wedding day is never forgotten. You don't forget your First Communion day. I know I still remember mine. I suspect most of you remember yours as well. Yet, I told the kids, it will not remain your most important communion day. Just like a married person's most important day is how they live their vows today, so too our most important communion day will always be our most recent Communion Day, for this is how we remain one with Jesus now. Once again, then, let us become one with Christ the Lord.